0: Galatians chapter number 5. We're going to start there and uh, start where we're going to be preaching from, but we're going to start in Galatians chapter number 5, kind of laying the foundation. And, um, with the help of God, I want to preach on this thought. The greatest truth I never want to forget. The greatest truth. That I never want to forget. All right? How many's got your Bible in Galatians chapter 5? Amen. Amen. Verse number 19. Let's pray first. Let's pray. Amen. Um, Brian Collins leads to a throne of grace. Amen. As I read this, we're going to just, this is a foundation, and we'll tie it all together a little bit later. Now, the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, reveling, and such like of which I tell you before, as have also told you in time past, that they that do that they which do such things, now notice, shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, Galatians chapter number five he has he has given you a list of the sins of the flesh. And there's there's many categories there. There are those that are sexual sins sensual sins there are sins that are harsh sins and there are different different groups and um, I mean you can make your own list but tonight I made I put in five different groups group number one if you and again I, I hope you'll take time to, to give more time to read those God did say this those that do those things, not going to get into heaven. Not going to get into the kingdom of God. But it says you're not going to get there. So, first of all, these are, it is sins of not being where I'm supposed to be. Okay? First category, not being where I'm supposed to be. Second category is not doing what I'm supposed to do third category is this not being what God created me to be just stop here and throw this out the greatest joy the greatest joy in life is when you can know why God put you on planet earth and you're doing that Number four, doing what I do for the wrong purpose. A lot of people do what they do to be seen for recognition. And then number five, doing what I do in the wrong energy or power. He tells us in in this text that this is, if you will, sins of the flesh. And he said... That you're not going to get the kingdom of heaven. I'll give them to you real quickly. Number five, doing what I do in the wrong energy. Doing what I do for the wrong purpose. Not being what God created me to be. Number two, not doing what I'm supposed to do. And number one, not being what I'm supposed to be. But tonight, if I wanted to put all of these... Under one category, in one place, it really could be simply this. Independence. Much what I preached this morning. I'm going to do what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it. And you could take all of this and put it here, and it is an independence from God. I'm going to live my life independent from God. That's what the lost person does. They live their life independent. Now, if you got your Bible there, turn to Revelation chapter number 4 and verse number 11. That's page 1335. 1335. I'll try to give you the the numbers because we can't wait all night on you. Amen? now, now, I want you to pay attention. You're not going to sleep through this message because I want you to help me. All right? Revelation chapter 4 verse ten. How many God say amen? Amen. Thou worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power for Thou hast created all things and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. Would you agree with me that we have been created to please God Amen. according to that verse? So, why was the preacher created? Please God. I mean, we would be all right. Amen. Why was the preacher created? Please God. Why was Ronnie created? Why was Matthew created? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Why were you created? To please God. Alright. Now, if we are created to please God with our life, then the question comes, how do we please Him? Take your Bible, turn to Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. Page thirteen hundred and one. But without how many found you say amen? Amen. I'm giving you the numbers, folks. We ought to be a little more on top of it. Amen. Thirteen hundred and one. Okay over here. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. He that cometh to God must believe that he is. There's a reward of them that diligently seek him. So, why were we created? Please God. And how do we please him? May. 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 By faith. Let me give you a good, good word for faith. You can just write it beside your Bible. It is dependence. Where the works of the flesh is independent from God, faith is being dependent on God. Okay? So why were we created? What pleases God? What's a good word for faith? Dependence. Now, so God comes along and he says, the works of the flesh. All of those things Are simply an independence From God This, this is all that he did in, in the book of Genesis He comes to Eve He said Eve Do you see that fruit? Yes but God said We couldn't partake of that And we couldn't touch it Or we would die and, and the devil just simply said, Why Eve, you don't have to be dependent on what God said. You can step outside of that and be independent and you can get the knowledge of good and evil. And from that moment, what she did was, she said, I'm going to step outside of what God had said, and God had given them every tree. It wasn't like God said, now, I'm going to give you one tree to eat from, but you don't get to eat from the rest of them. No, no. God said you can eat from all the trees, just one. But to, step, but to partake of that meant that she would have to step up and say, I'm going to be independent I know what God said, I know what God told, but I'm going to step over here by myself independent to do what Satan has suggested that I do. And so, God comes along and he says, he says this, he says, anytime we become independent of God, then it becomes a work of the flesh. Now, Let's move on. Let's move on. If you got your Bible there, turn if you would to John chapter 5 and verse 30. And I didn't put that number down Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You're going to find it pretty quick. John chapter 5 and verse 30. Listen to what he's saying. After Jesus was baptized, and on the mount of temptation, the one goal Satan did was, the one goal was to get Jesus to operate independent from the will of the Father. Now he made this statement. He said this. John 5, I can in my own self do nothing as I hear. I judge, my judgment is just. Because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which I sent me. You're gonna find the one thing Satan did. He said this after 40 days. He said, If I'll be God, turn these stones into bread. I like what one preacher said, said, Well, that ain't no big deal. These women turn bread into stones all the time. <laughs> what he's saying was Jesus said thou shalt not live by bread alone but by every word that there seest out of the mouth of God here's what he said I want you to operate independent from the will of the Father he said I always do the will of the Father you'll find in Matthew 4 3 you want me not turn there and when the tempter came to him he said if thou be the son of God command that these stones be made bread alright so why were we created raises him? What's a good work of faith? Alright, now let's go one more step. Romans chapter 14 and verse number 23 and that is page 1208. Some of you have been more your Bible tonight you've been in 10 years. Page 1208. Romans chapter number 14 verse 23. Romans 14, verse 23. And you find it, Say, amen. amen. For he that doubteth is damned if he eat. Because he that eateth not of faith, for whatsoever is not of faith, is, what's that last word? The end. Okay. Why were we created? Please God. created. What pleases Him? Faith. And when we don't operate in faith, it is what? Sin. Sin like adultery is sin. Sin like murder is sin. Sin like homosexuality is sin. Sin like lying and stealing is sin. One of the things that We have got to come to a place and realize that with God there is no little sin, middle of the road sin, and great sin. All sin put Him on the cross of Calvary. God doesn't look at sin on levels as you and I do. So, here's where the message is. Easter Sunday Nineteen ninety two. I sat on the front row Solidar Rock right Baptist Church in a little white building. Beside of me sit Johnny Chambers. What's your cousin's name? Jerry. Jerry Wayne. Jerry Wayne, but what's your cousin's name? Miss Kathy. Curtis. Oh, Gary Curtis? Gary Curtis. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I had prepared all week. I mean, I had redone that message so many times, I wore out the paper. I looked at it and I said, Man, it needs five IVs hooked to it. It needs ten booster shots. It needs something. And I'd rework it and I'd rework it and I'd rework it. And when I got done reworking it, I begged, I prayed, I prayed, I prayed, I begged God, please. Just tell me not to sound stupid. Help, don't leave me up there by myself. Please, God. Please, God. Don't leave me up there by myself. God, I, you, you see the outline. If you don't help it, God, I got a chance. God, I got, I got to have you. I woke up early that morning and I prayed all the way to church. I was here before, I was there before anybody else was that morning. All through Sunday school, I prayed. But I estimated, that I have preached between thirty-five and 4 to thirty-five hundred to four thousand sermons. i am not kept count of them. I know I preached thirty-five hundred sermons. please don't misunderstand me but I'd probably preach and never seek God at all as a matter of fact I've preached enough now that I could probably even do a halfway decent job but I'm going to be honest with you I don't want to forget because why was why were we created? Please, what pleases him? Faith. And if we don't do it in faith, it's what? Sin. You realize? A lot of preachers preached and sinned this morning. You said oh, they sinned. Because they said, I don't want God to help me today. I can do this myself. <laughs> Man, I got this outline. Praise God. This is a top-of-the-line outline. I got this in the day. It's okay, God. You go ahead and help some other. Helpful. Truth of the matter is, I can get up and preach and never pray a week. But I won't get up and preach without sinning. Ask Brother Joey how I many songs he's sung and I he, he said, Oh my goodness preacher, he said, I probably so I've sung thousands of them. And the truth of the matter is he's very talented. He's 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 talented. He's good at it. But the first time he got to sing I guarantee you he walked up to Mike and said, Dear God, i, I got to have you. I need you. God, I need you. I need you. I need you. Do you realize this morning he could do it without God one minute? Miss Ellen's a great singer. Praise God. How many songs do you reckon you've sung in your lifetime? 30 years. I preach one message, they sing ten songs, amen, if they want to. Not here, but they have the same place. The idea being is, the first time, oh God, please God help me to sing. But the truth is, she's done it now enough that she can, she can come to church, get a song ready, and sing, and never ask God Two seconds for his help. And guess what that is? That's singing in. Please. Why was you created? Please God. What pleases him? Praise. And if it's done without faith, it's what? Sin. God said if you ate today and didn't say, God, please help me. You sinned while you was eating. Darlene is taught Sunday school. For just about ever since she's been here. And she's a good teacher. I trained her. She's a good teacher. Now she's a good teacher. But when she started, she would go to God and, please God, help me. I need you help, God. Please help me. But now, she didn't even have to ask God at all. She can do it without God. Because she is taught enough that she don't have to have God to do it. But it won't be done right. It won't be done without sin. That goes for every Sunday school teacher we got here. Let me, let me paint you a picture. Let me paint you a picture. This morning, we got up. man and his wife, we're not even going to put the kids in it a man and his wife he gets up he don't spend two seconds saying God help me this my breakfast this morning cause the Bible says when you eat without faith it's what it's what the Bible says and you ask God a thing and you've not even got the church you didn't even got to the car and you've already sinned. The wife gets up. And she never one time says, God, help me today to be the Christian lady, be the be the, the mother, the wife, the, the teacher, the I don't care what it is. No matter what it is. And it's cleaning the house. And a woman, a lady gets up and says, well, I've, I've cleaned house ten hundred thousand times. I know how to do it. She gets up and says, I just need God today. She's independent from God. It's sin. Like homosexuality and murder and rape. It's sin. Just like all the rest of it. Because she said, I can do this without God. The truth I never want to forget. I never want to forget this. Is we've got to have Him. And yet every day of our life, so a husband gets up and a wife gets up and they ain't ask God nothing. They ain't pray. They ain't so God about nothing. And they meet somebody. And it's good to have you. And the person they meet is two sinners that sinned. Could you imagine us taking two murderers? I mean, a body and a clot. And we know the murderers and sending them to the front parking lot to greet people coming in the door. Hey, my name is Bonnie. My name is Clyde. His name is Clyde. We we rob banks. We're murderers. Good to have you today. Yeah, we do the same thing. Whenever we do everything, we live life without faith. I was thinking this week, if we move forward in faith... It doesn't start here at church. It starts every day of our life. He's been preaching now for about a year. I told him, I asked him today, said, how many sermons have you preached? And uh, he said, well, probably 65, 70. That's probably, that's probably accurate. i tell you this much. Last time he preached from this pulpit... I recognized him. I said, he's better than he was. He's better. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I only took a me, meeting the other, the other week, and, and some fellows was with me. And when I got in the car, I said, you know, I, I would have just rather heard Matthew's sermon compared to all those others. But don't miss his. The day he walks in that pulpit, which here in junior church, he don't need God. He don't need God. I remember the day he used to pray and pass before he preached. I don't know what he does now. If he doesn't, why not? I, I, I'm not trying, and I'm not just beating on him. It has been a truth that I have just so becoming so real in my own heart. Miss Sarah's, she's getting to be a really good piano player. Isn't she? But you realize the first time she sat down, she spent some time begging God, please God help me. Give me the talent. Do you realize the day can come she can sit down and play and it'd be sin because that day she don't need God? I... I could go all through the church. I might as well just break them in, right, Scott? How many, how many trips have you drove that bus? How many, how many trips have you drove a school bus? How, I, I mean, miles. Would, would I be safe in saying you've driven thousands of miles? First time we got in it, like I did. So oh, please, God, help me not to run over nobody. Hit a pole, please, God, help me. But the truth is, he's, he's, he's a good bus driver. To the day he sits in that seat and says, God, I got this in the day. Ha, I got this. And it's okay, God, I'm, I'm good at this. And the moment he does that, he's driving a bus in sin. How do we please God? Please God by faith. And anything we do in this church without faith, then it's not pleasing Him. And it's sin. So the Bible says, So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Romans eight. That's the reason why God said those that live in, in this, in this, by the flesh, independent of God, cannot please Him. He cannot please him. That's the reason why the Bible says, Galatians 1:10, For do I now persuade men of God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. The greatest truth I don't want to forget is: and those men that's around me, Brother Ronnie and Matthew and some others, they, they, they know this. I no matter what we try to do around here, I said, boys, let's pray about this thing. Let's beg God. Let's, let's find where God's heading, And, and we've got to get the time. We've got to get when He wants it done. But regardless of what we do, where it's eating, you, may, you can fold clothes out of the washer and dryer be sin. say, really? Yeah. The Bible says... My, what a, what, a, what a powerful verse. For he that doubteth is damned if he eat, because he eateth not of faith. For whatsoever, if he could just leave that word out right there, for whatsoever is not of faith is sin. As God's people, if we want to move forward in faith, we've got to get back to every day of our life. It's a way of life. Well, God, I need you to help me drive the car to work today. Lord, help me take care of these kids. God, help me on my job. Please, God, help me run this machine. Please, God, help me drive this truck. God, help me to make the right... God, help, my, help me to, to drive this automobile. God, help me to do this. God, God I need you in every part of my life that is the one great truth that I never want to forget here's the question have you forgotten that oh some of you are so good I was I was thinking if you wasn't here that Sunday night Matthew preached Try to get that message it was Wednesday night or Sunday night Sunday night gotta get it My, what, what, what great preaching well, Most of you are great teachers. Oh, some of you, God's blessed with talent. Oh, my goodness, I wish I had some of the talent that people in our church has. They can sing and play instruments. They're just so talented. But, oh, may we never forget if we don't do it in faith, depending on God, then it becomes sin. It's so stand standing to your feet, every you head bowed, never eye closed.